Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to the Penny Bloom podcast. This is a special episode. Ain't never done it before, except for patreon.com slash coro bloom. It's just me and Joseph George up in here today. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Colton? Are you know? You know, I'm doing I'm doing mighty fine. I'm doing swell. Uh, my internet is a fucking disaster at the moment. Holy shit! There you are. Hi. Uh, you're back. Hi. Hello uh, again. Hello, hello there. Uh, but this this is a special episode because what we did on Patreon.com/slash/CoroBloom is we took three hours. We took three hours. We laid out a whole <laughs> mess. A Star Wars characters. We put them in tier lists. We had an S, A, B, C, D, F. And we took the top 64 characters there. We seeded them and threw them on a bracket. So what I'm here to tell you is week by week you will be hearing me and Joe go through a Star Wars character bracket. 64 characters. The first round being the day. We're also going to sprinkle in a little Marvel one. Sprinkle in a little Marvel one for you. It's going to be a good fucking time. It's going to be great. Honestly. Oh, it's going to be It's going to be astounding. I, I didn't mean, expect those, it to take you know, 3 hours. I didn't expect it to take 3 hours for the pre-bracket. But yeah. uh honestly not that surprised, you know, if we really oh, wanted to it. think this out, which we oh, did. We, we really did. thought it, it out. Was, and we weren't afraid to stray a little bit. We we got to mm-hmm. talking about the movies and we got to talking about the shows and stuff. We like we got into Rogue One heavy. Like we talked about Rogue One for a minute in there. That's uh, the true. Sequels, sequels came up for a while. We we I mean we just we just threw nothing but love at the original trilogy. <laughs> I mean, very true trilogy. I we, we love Star Wars. We love Star Wars. So we were given we were given love where it's due. So. You know, go to patreon.com slash bloom and uh you're gonna find you're gonna find our plans for this for this Star Wars bracket. Wanna uh, run a marathon? You could listen to that while you do it. While you do three it. Three hours. Three hours. Are you are you are you driving from Kansas City to St. Louis? True. Listen to the podcast. There you go. Three there hour go. workout. Don't know what you are or why you're working out for that long, but uh or three workouts. There you go. There you go. There you go. So, we have four sets of 16 seeds. That is four one seeds, four two seeds, four three seeds, and so on. So, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read each of these seedings for all of you. So that you are familiar with what's going on. And then, 
and then we'll jump into the bracket. How's that? Let's do it. So as as we all know, the characters, the way brackets work, high high seeds face the low seeds. So, you know, ones will face 16s. It's typically how it works. And twos, 15s, threes, 14s, so on. Uh, so let's start with these ones. We've got Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Leia Organa, and Anakin Skywalker. Now, we made the distinction that Vader and Anakin are two separate characters. Um, if you want to hear the reason why, check out patreon.com slash Uh <laughs> Number two, two seats. We've got Han Solo, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda, and Emperor Palpatine. Three seeds, Lando Calrissian, R2-D2, C-3PO, and Chewbacca. Four seeds, Ahsoka, Boba Fett, Count Dooku, and Maul. Five seeds, Rey Skywalker, Kylo Ren, Mace Windu, Padme Amidala. Six seeds, Din Djarin, Captain Rex, Grogu, and Jabba the Hutt. Seven seeds, Cal Kestis, Qui-Gon, Finn, Tarkin. Eights, Grievous, Jango, Fett, Asajj Ventress, and Bo-Katan. Uh, Joe, you mind heading to the chat and reading me 9 through 16? Let me do that for you real quick. Let me hit you off with the nines. We got Jin, Cassian, Moff Gideon, Savage Press. For the tens, we got, is that Grief Karga? It I is. would assume. Grief Karga. Hera, or Hera? Hera Sindela, yep. Hera. K2SO in Krennic. Elevens, we got Poe Dameron. Second Sister. Ooh, and that's... Man, those clone... Mm, I like I like these characters. I do Hunter too. and Omega. Hunter and Omega making it in the 11 spot. The 12s, we got IG-11. Chirrut, the Armorer, and Kanan. 13, we have Ezra, Quill, Thrawn, and Echo. Um, Echo is the second of the Bad Batch to make it, which is interesting. I like that. I like Hunter that. than Echo. I think that's deserving. 14, another... Bad Batch member, Crosshair, Saw Gerrera, mm-hmm. Infus Nest, and Hondo... I always pronounce this wrong. Oh, Hondo Onaka, yeah. I, I don't know. I just can never say it. It's just a word in my repertoire, or not in my repertoire. And then here on 15s, I made, I made an impromptu change before the show. Mm. We have Baze from Rogue One, Sabine Wren, Garazeb Aurelios, and Fennec Shand. Mm-hmm. Fennec Shand will be a 15. That's that's the insertion. We replaced Chopper. And no hate to Chopper. I love Chopper to death, actually. Uh, favorite droid. Fennec Shand is just pretty cool, though. And we, we, we like talked about her so much in the three-hour special and then completely forgot to seed her. So I just threw her in where I felt someone was replaceable, and I felt like nobody would be offended by the fact that Chopper didn't make the cut, you know. Uh, rip Chopper. Rip Chopper, but... No, nothing but love. Nothing but love. And then we'll send you a participation trophy. Yeah, of course. Now, Joe, what are those 16? 16, we're starting off with, uh, honestly, an S tier character, uh, Jar Jar Binks. Hell yeah. Uh, probably one of the most influential characters in all of Star Wars, along with another pretty influential character, uh, Wicket the Ewok. Um, he's the Ewok that you think of whenever you think of an Ewok. Mm -hmm. Um, just picture the first Ewok. Yep, that's him. Um, there you go. 
Uh, we have Maz Kanata, uh, the old grandma, it seems, you know, like SpongeBob's uh, mom for some reason. Reminds me of the cookie. She, yeah. SpongeBob's mom's a cookie, which is weird. A lot and of for lot some of reason, talk, a lot of talk about Maz Kanata. And, yeah, uh, Maz Kanata. Yes, yeah, yeah, pretty, really cool character. And Duchess Satine herself, um, the lover. Oh, dare I say of Obi Wan Kenobi, you, illegal you. against the code. I do indeed dare you to say. I'm sorry, dare I say, but there, uh, there's everybody. There's the 64 Star 64 Wars characters. characters. 64 characters. So I'm ahead to this bracket now. See, the first matchup, man, we're really, it's really a, a downer. You know, it's yeah, coming off, coming off of that three hour special where we dive into how cool Maz Kanata is. And let's, let's break that down again just a little bit. Let's touch on it. This first episode, this first matchup, we got Darth Vader versus Maz Kanata. (laughs) Now, obviously we go. There's an obvious winner. There's an obvious winner. And that's usually the case with the ones versus the 16. (laughs) You can expect that. Um, but <laughs> I, I do want to give Maz Kanata her love because she while is, we're here, yeah, while we're here, let's give her some here. love while she's here because this is this is the end. I mean, voiced by Lupita Nyong'o, uh, and just brought to life in a really cool Star Warsy way. You know, the little orange orange body with the big big eyes through the goggles and mm-hmm. stuff. I love that. I love that character design. Uh, but uh. You know, the fact that she's ran that watering hole for over a thousand years. Back before they knew how to build buildings well. Think about that. (laughs) They didn't really know how to build anything. And she was still leading that place. I don't know. During that time. I don't know. She seems, uh, she seems well equipped. And the fact, and we, we touched on this big time in that three hour special on patreon.com slash Coro Bloom, but the fact that she has Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. How'd that happen? Where'd that come from? We, we elaborate on that. Uh, she's just got a lot of mystery surrounding her and it, it made, it made her appealing enough to break this bracket. But sadly, you're not, you're not taking Vader. You're not taking Vader. Mom. Even in the one V one, if we can make an argument, I mean, Maz, she seems kind of scrappy and, you know, resourceful, but we should, uh, if you want to know who we let in or who we left out, in favor of Maz Kanata. I mean, we, 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 we talked it out. We went back and forth. We decided if it was a 1v1, who we thought would win. And I, I'd be willing to bet you're shocked by who she, who she went up against. It's a, a character obviously not named. A sequel trilogy character. Figure mm. it out. But, uh, next. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, Vader's moving on. Vader's moving on. Vader. Pretty swift victory. Yeah, Vader, Vader beats Maz Kanata. Uh, next matchup, a fun one. One that's going to, I think, uh, provide a little more discussion here. Mm-hmm. Asajj Ventress versus Jin Erso. So Jin, I don't know a whole lot about. Well, Jin, Jin's the Rogue One character. You know, she's, she's the main chick in Rogue One. You know, she had her, her father... Galen Urso, who built the uh, the you know the flaw with the Death Star, but that's what I'm saying. Asajj Ventress, though, I know a whole lot about, but at the same time, it's like a mystery too. 
Well, her, that's what makes her cool. Asajj Ventress is a very cool character, you know. Uh, being the apprentice of Count Dooku automatically makes you a little fucking cool, you know. That's like that's yes, cool. yes. Jin has her own movie and all, and like it's pretty killer to be the main character. But like Asajj just has this. I don't know what it is. It's a presence on screen that uh that you you want to see the voice too. Ooh, oh, it's clean. It's the voice, clean. the seduction almost. It's, it's, a, it's very seductive. It's a little sexy. A little, it's a little sexy. And turns it's me on a little bit sometimes. It's, it's confusing. Maybe that's why I'm putting her above Jin. Um. Hmm. In my opinion, I do think Asajj comes out on top. See, um, this what is, uh... Jin did and in her character, very important, very good role, very good character, very good performance. But it's not Asajj Ventress. I, I see where you're coming from. But when I look back on the resilience of Jin Erso throughout the film Rogue One, what she grew up in, having watched her mother die, her father become indentured servant of the Empire, essentially. Uh, Saw Gerrera, like, kind of raising her, but really just, you know, hiding her, essentially. It's... It's, it's, it's really satisfying to see her win that victory for the Rebellion. You know what I'm saying? Like It was a pretty massive victory at that, too. Oh, it's, it's I have huge. to say. I mean, it's it's what causes a new hope. It's what gets it's what gets 1977 going. You feel me? Uh, but I don't know. Uh, for for me, Jin Urso comes out on top. Can Jin do a triple backflip? I'm not concerned with the athleticism of Jin Urso. I'm just saying, Asajj could probably do a quintuple backflip. Just standing, if you wanted to. Just I'm right not, now. I'm not taken away from the badassery of Asajj Ventress. Asajj Ventress is that woman, okay? She is here to fuck shit At up. At the end of the day, if we really can't agree, it comes down to the 1v1, and the fact that Asajj can do a quintuple backflip does matter. It does matter in the end. That that was That's another criteria that's important but for people to understand. What I do really- want the audience to know. That I do have the capacity to hear out someone as yeah. to why Jin is better than Asajj. Yeah. And I I want you to name me reasons why she is specifically better than Asajj Ventress. Alright, alright, give me a second. Because if you can't do that, then she's not. I can name legitimate reasons why I think Asajj is better than Jin. The emotional resonance of the story of Jin Erso for me. That is a big one. I'd say that's number one for sure. That is the number one thing for me is the fact that uh, Jin Erso's character on the whole and her story resonated with me in a way that actually moved me to tears. You know, mm-hmm. like on, on multiple times during that movie when she watches that hologram of her father mm-hmm. when uh, the very end when she when she spoilers if you're here you probably know how Rogue One ends. Uh, <laughs> when she dies on that on the beach with Cassian uh and and everything in between it's it's just a pure story of resilience this resilience of spirit and this belief 
that there is better and there could be better. She's not afraid to act on it. And I fucks with a revolutionary. I fucks with a revolutionary. We've, we've, we've established that. That's for sure. That's true. Tell me about Asajj. Tell me about Asajj. For one, the character plays the character. Like, she is playing the role so well. Yeah. Like, the execution is so good. The Sith skill helps, you know, being a Sith and all. Being being a Sith, be, a Sith that, apprentice, is, is a plus sign for you. That, yeah. Like, in terms of your... Uh, your compellingness as a character. Like if she just had staffs, she'd still be cool, but like not as cool. You need the lightsabers. You need the lightsabers. And even her without the lightsabers though, we had a little bit of a Saj Ventress without lightsabers and she was still a great character. Oh, absolutely. It's a, she, she's, She's compelling in her own right. You know, we had the uh, the true emotional resonance of Jin Erso story versus this uh, almost just a sheer interest in what Asajj Ventress might be doing. You know, like it's I'm cool to watch Asajj Ventress do anything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. any storyline you want to throw my way with Asajj Ventress, I'm here for it. And, you know, I, I will honestly say I probably couldn't say the same for Jin Erso. You know what I'm saying? I could see Asajj Ventress getting into a lot more shit in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. So that's a big that's a big plus for her, I'll say it for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's just I I, I like Asajj Ventress too. So So do, I, who do we want to move on? Well, here's the thing. I haven't been moved. You haven't been moved. I think it has to be Asajj Ventress just because of our of our criteria. If it if it comes and she down is to a it, higher seed too, and she is the higher seed. Maybe that's what it should default to is higher seed. If we're, if we're not one v one, yeah, yeah, higher seed. So since Asajj Ventress is the higher seed, we'll have her move on. But like, I like both these characters. They're phenomenal. I hate to see Jyn so go so fucking early. Yeah, you know, it happens. I didn't want to see Maz get kicked out early either, and. uh that's true. I, kind I, of starting off pretty brutal. Pretty, they're all going to be brutal, bro. You don't want to see any of these. That's characters true. Go. Oh, we, we not love, the next love, one. Not, not the next one, bro. But but <laughs> it is it is to it is to propel your guy. I we've mean, got, it it's a clear winner. We've got Count Dooku, Count Dooku versus Quill from the Mandalorian, and um, we love Quill. We love Quill. Let's let's talk about let's talk about Quill. You know, let's let Quill have his time. Another another story of resilience. You know, once indentured servant of the Empire. Three lifetimes. Turned man as of well. peace. 300 turned years of working for the Empire, dude. That can't be possible. The Empire didn't exist that long. I mean, he said it. He said it. With his own hands. Three of your lifetimes, he spent working. Interesting. He's just a. I wonder a what he was up to before know? the Empire. Hello, hello. I think you're back. Yeah. Am oh, I back? Shit! Wow. That. Was- well. 
Yeah. The last thing I heard you say was that can't be possible. Well, yeah, because uh, the empire didn't exist for three hundred years. But that's the. But he's. He he he, he said that though. Yeah, he does say he was an indentured servant for three yeah. human yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not I'm necessarily inter- working for the empire all of those three hundred years. I am interested in what was what was what is the Ugnot story prior to the empire? You know what I'm saying? Just work. I you guess know? slavery. I I suppose, but I mean shit. He put that handiwork into so many things in the Mandalorian. Maybe he was the house slave. I feel like he was a... I don't know. I don't know. He, don't, we can speculate all we want, but... <laughs> true. He was in indentured servitude, and that's that's what we know. Great dude supplied um, another sacrifice through his work. Um, oh, not just another sacrifice through his work. He died trying to save Grogu. Mm-hmm. He died trying to save Grogu. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the Blurgs aren't fast enough. Uh, I, I mean, his love for Blurgs, though, huge reason why I like this character. <laughs> yeah. And and the iconic saying, I have spoken, um, I have is, spoken. I mean, it's just iconic. It's it's a meme. It's everything. It's they They knew this would instantly catch on, this character. Like, it's I, just... I actually just got the uh, three and three quarter inch uh, uh, vintage mm. collection Queel <laughs> retro figure. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, this thing is dope." I love mm. me some Queel, man. But you ain't gonna come out on top over Count Dooku. Yeah, let's talk about Count Dooku now. We gotta give this man the spotlight when he deserves it. The duelist, honestly, I'm taking him number one as a duelist in the entire galaxy i'm with he's you. number one i'm he's if not if not one he's up there you know he's just so smooth with it the arm behind the back even some just the mm, bro just to i'm fuck playing with, with you just like, to fuck with him i'm playing with you i'm count dooku <laughs> count dooku does what the fuck he would like your lightsaber straight <laughs> Couldn't be me, bro. Yeah, right. Couldn't okay. Be me. <laughs> you don't get that tactical advantage of the in that pose when he hits him with the oh out to the side. Oh, oh. Let me tell you, Count Duke. Count Duke is that shit. And I, uh, we we addressed this on the uh, three hour episode too. But we'll obviously have our biases. I love me some Count Dooku. If I could ever have a replica of any lightsaber, it would be Count Dooku's. He does have my favorite lightsaber in the entire universe. That, and that's that's a credit to his character, you know. And and his wardrobe. Ooh. Like that fucking chain that holds up. Mm. He's dripping. He is kind of dripping. He's kind of drippy. He's kind of drippy. I mean, Dude, he, him, him, him oh. v Yoda. Ooh, that was a good fight. Sauced up Anakin and Obi-Wan like nothing. Two, sauced him up. I mean, later on, didn't you know when Anakin got a little stronger? But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anakin was Obi Wan. Obi Wan would get demolished first. Uh, first Count Dooku. He, he certainly would. Dooku is just uh, he's just different. It, a masterclass. His own his own story of being a fallen Jedi. Mm. Uh, 
What was it that he was Qui Gon's master? I think Yoda's. I think Yoda was Count Dooku's master. Oh, I thought you were asking who was Count Dooku's master. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. But but Qui-Gon was... Dooku Dooku was Qui-Gon's. Qui-Gon's was Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's was Anakin. Anakin was Ahsoka. That's a fucking gas. That's a line. That's That's a a line right there. That's a lineage. Dope-ass line. Dang. And who's Yoda's? Who the fuck knows? He's been alive so long. Who... Like, it, would like, it would be like an ancient Jedi. Yeah. Is is that even known? I I, I doubt it's known. Like, I, I'm sure there's, like, stuff out there. That Yoda's be- master. Uh, Nick. That looks like an ancient name to me. <laughs> um, Type it in the chat. I'll try. Let me see. I saw it on Google, but I can't find it on the actual article now. Is it this? Um, okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Colton, you do your best. I will try. K- Kung Fu. Kung- is it Kung Fu? Yeah, K apostrophe U N G F U. That's a, that's not what I saw. It's that's not what I saw. What I saw was like, not okay. That's not apparently. It is Nakata del Gormo. Nakata del Gormo, a male Hislarian Jedi master, according to an in-universe legend. The character was created by Chuck Hamilton in the Star Wars Galaxy magazine. Huh. Interesting. Wow. There we go. And he looks like a snake, but human with four arms, four eyes, um, with a snake body, human body. Well, there you go, people. You learn something new every day. There's Yoda's master. Um, but yeah, Dooku, Dooku does come out on top against Quill. It's just the bottom line. (laughs) Uh, next up, we got a pretty fun matchup between some Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Ray Skywalker and Kanan Jarrus. Now, Ray Palpatine. Th- Ray Palpatine, sure, sure. Ray Palpatine. Uh, yeah, I mean, she does say outwardly Ray Skywalker, but but like no, because then no. she kissed her brother. You know, don't read too much into it. But like, why? I never really understood that part. It's because Luke trained her. Like Anakin was never like, "I'm Anakin Kenobi." No, I get you. I get you. But I think it was supposed to be more about the found family aspect of Star Wars. You know, she never had. She does. Well, that's part of it. She never. I think it's just because, you know, she never, she doesn't have a last name. She doesn't have a family that she wants to claim. She has Leia and Luke. It's like, why not at that point? But here's the thing is that, like, I also understand the sanctity of the, of the name Skywalker to some fans, you know? So it's like for her to just randomly claim a name that isn't, that isn't actually hers. Like, I'm not an elitist at all, you know? Like, I'm not like, I don't want to 
do that and be like the Skywalker name is elite and it's like an elite club, but it is just because of how cool Luke and Anakin and all of them are. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but Ray just doesn't cut it. She just doesn't do enough for you. It doesn't, it, she's not a Skywalker to me. It makes me, it makes more sense for her to be a Palpatine. Like, it just seems like, I don't know. I don't. You feel, you feel like it's, it's not, unearned. Yes. And I don't think it's Ray's fault. You know, I think it's just poor storytelling. You, I mean, like, Luke was very weak before he was trained. Like, mm-hmm. Luke was very weak, couldn't do a lot, and like you know, couldn't he could barely hold a lightsaber correctly, you know. Yeah. Like, and then Ray comes along, and even though she has Palpatine blood in her, and probably a lot of intuition, like that doesn't, it shouldn't mean that she could stand up to Kylo Ren, or you know, everything in her path. There was nothing that was the cha- no challenge. Like she really had no challenge, which I didn't like. And that's what it, and that's what made us love Luke so much is that he went through a, a lot of challenges, you know, on a planet that he thinks is deserted with a crazy old green little midget, you know, with his ship sunken in the water, trying, you know, he, he has to find the strength to lift it out on his own, you know, and and train with with Yoda and and like you see all these challenges and how they overcome them and it's just like it makes you appreciate like they're like even though they're given a lot of power just in their name it makes you appreciate it more whenever they have to figure it out and go through hardship I, and stuff like that I can see that for sure I I just think that dismissing Ray's conflicts like growing up without a family growing up in indentured servitude growing up uh uh thinking your fa- your dead family who you actually have blocked out the memory of watching get killed it's pretty that's pretty shitty i mean yes i don't i'm not taking away from her hardship in life i'm saying she barely she had no hardship as a jedi or becoming a jedi Oh, gotcha. You feel like, like the path there was nice and easy. Yes. Like, just because she could, she swung a staff her whole life meant that she could swing a lightsaber. I think that's what they're trying to give the impression of is that it's kind of similar, but mm-hmm. it's not at all. Like, a staff, you use like two hands and you're apart and it's always like away from you and you're, you know, but a lightsaber, like, you can't even, if you touch that part, like, Bye bye your hand. Like that's a whole different weapon. Like that's that's a whole different breed, you know. I'm and like you. I'm with you. She I... didn't start training until the last movie in the trilogy, and her training was running through the jungle in her own obstacle course. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know why she trains with rocks and fights rocks so much, but I don't know the training. That so what's Luke's training? You get the same amount of training from Luke and Empire Strikes Back. But like 
You I got don't Luke know. running through a jungle with Yoda on his back. You got, but Luke never did anything that was like, whoa, that is way above his skill cap right now. Okay, Luke never did anything like that. Like Ray was like constantly Ray, like, like Ray fought off Kylo at the end of Force like Awakens it was nothing. before any training. Yeah, like got she, it. like she, like she did stuff that she shouldn't have been able to do. In it, with the current, you know, w- with how we've seen Jedi progress. I get you, know? you. I get you. Like, I understand wanting to make a strong female role. You you obviously want, want them to be strong. Here, here's my question. Do you think Kylo Ren is stronger than he actually is? I... Like, you personally. I because don't... My, my impression of Kylo Ren is he's a weak Sith. That he is not good at what he does. He's a weak Sith, but even the even a weak Sith is still miles above someone who's picking up a lightsaber for the, for the first time. Like, yeah, fair. Miles above. Like Kylo Ren understands the Force at at a very rudimentary level. He understands it, knows how to use it, can choke people with it. Like. You have to be pretty powerful to do those things. Yeah. Like, no also, no one is... He is also fighting a wound during that fight. He got true. shot He got shot in the stomach with Chewbacca's blaster, which throughout the entire movie, they made a point to make sure you knew was a powerful weapon. True. So yeah, I, think, I, think I guess. We like to... Uh, and, I don't know, though. I think, in general, it's easy... I don't know. It's easy to look past those sorts of the, those sorts of things because they don't make a big deal of them. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Ray's going to move on. In my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, Kanan. You haven't seen you haven't seen Rebels, but Kanan is mm-hmm. a Kanan's a really like a, a Jedi's Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people who watch mm. Rebels think Kanan Jarrus is like ultimately like what it means to be a Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he dedicated mm. life to the studies and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's he's got a very moving story. But again, he's not the main character of the of the sequel trilogy. It's just not going to work his way. All right. So next up, we got Baze of Rogue One versus Yoda. And uh, this is an obvious one, folks. Yoda is going to win because, I mean, we all know Yoda. He's a cute little green little dude. He's actually got my favorite quote in all of star wars do or do not there is no try no luminous beings are we not this crude matter Ooh, yeah i like that he's a very smart man very wise man he's only lost it a little bit that's true he's a little crazy sometimes that's okay though understandable he's a little bit he's a little bit nutty you know understandable so Oh, we got we got our grandparents, you know. They can get a little crazy sometimes. Think of Yoda; he's nine hundred. I mean that that guy's seen some shit, man. Oh, he he certainly has. I mean, think about just being uh, a nine hundred year old in exile for the last thirty years after experiencing an immense trauma, one the likes of which you haven't seen in any of those other nine hundred years. So it's like. That's some that's some fucked up stuff right there. That's, that's he only has three fingers too. How you holding how you holding that lightsaber, Cuz? 
It's like a toothpick. It's like a fucking massive cigar. He's cold with it. You know, he, he acts all slow and can barely walk, but then he whoop, whoop, triple backflip. Oh, oh, Jim pulls out the nine. Yoda go crazy. Yoda go crazy. So, yes. And also, we love, uh, I love, I love Baze and Rogue One. I love him with Chirrut. That's, uh, it's one of my favorite parts of that film. Uh, the end of that movie when after Chirrut is, uh, has passed and he walks through the battlefield and those, He's, he's saying the mantra, I'm one with the force and the force is with me and those bolts are missing him as he uh, as he gets what he needs to do done, you know? He does it. And that's what the movie's all about. It's completing mm. that mission. It's completing mm. that mission and stopping at nothing to make sure the mission is complete. And Baze, Baze was a soldier. Baze was a soldier. But, you know, Yoda, Yoda beats that ass. Rip. Rip. Next match, we've got Cal Kestis of Jedi Fallen Order versus K2SO of also Rogue One. This one's tough for me. This one's tough for me, Joe. This one is interesting. This one is interesting because one of them has a sacrifice play involved, and sacrifice plays they give you an extra they give you some extra points, you know. They propel but, you upward immensely. But it's Cal. Cal Kestis like in Jedi Fallen Order is that guy. He it's a, it's an excellent character. Let's be but, honest with ourselves. They're not coming out of the bracket. Like they're not going to win their next matchups, really. Ah, uh, yeah. Whoever Anyways, wins this race is <laughs> So it's not you know. But we still got to give this is important talk. We got to give it the thought. This is important talk. Absolutely, Cal Kestis, his story in Jedi Fallen Order, obviously, and that's the thing, is while K two S O has the sacrifice play, Cal Kestis has the Order sixty six Survivor card. You know what I'm that's saying? That's pretty rare. That's, that's a rare a club. One. No, that's a big one. That's a very you rare know, like club. That, that's a really cool. Yeah, not a lot, not a lot going in that one. Oh, you got like so far we've got Obi Wan, Ahsoka, Yoda, Cal Kestis, Kanan Jarrus, and that's about it. You know, like that's not much more than that. Jeez, jeez, yeah, that's a that's a limited club, and there's still a a guy named Vader that's making it his sole mission to find every Jedi and kill them. So. Having to face all even the if, and stuff. So, you know, I mean, K2SO, wonderful droid. One of my, prob- if not my favorite, I mean, besides R2 and 3PO. Of course. It, it's him or Chopper up there for me. Like, K2SO is that guy. K2SO was funny. K2SO smacks, was... Whenever he smacks Cassian in the fucking face, it's like, shut dude, your mouth. Dude, this guy was funny. Like... And the the voice actor Alan Tudyk, he's a mm-hmm. he's a talented dude. He's also the voice of Joker and DC's Harley Quinn, and uh, uh, he's in Doom Patrol and all this other DC shit. Like he's a, he's a good voice actor. Uh, it's a uh, he's a talented guy. Uh, but Cal Kestis, I, I think he pulls it out over K two S O. Yes, he does. And this next one, did you already? Just had Lando winning. <laughs> I accidentally clicked that. 
Yeah, I mean, he's gonna win. But Lando, <laughs> Lando Calrissian versus Enfys Nest. And here's the thing for me: I love, I love Enfys Nest. But a big reason I love Enfys Nest is the actress Aaron Kellyman. Uh, I don't think Enfys Nest has nearly enough screen time under her belt to be a better character than Lando Calrissian. I think she and could. The two actors that have played Lando are uh, both. To, to let, to let... Sorry, go ahead. Just God tier. I cut in there. Oh, no, please. No, please. I'm cutting, I'm cutting out oh, crazy. You're here. Are you? Are you here? I am here. Here. Hear here. 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 Yes, we are here. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everybody. The Wi-Fi is fucking bad. Uh, we will... <laughs> so, next up, Lando Calrissian, Emphis Nest. Emphis Nest, great character. But really, I love Aaron Kellyman. But here's the thing. Lando Calrissian, like you said, Billy D. Williams and Donald Glover. I mean, Fuck. Fuck. It's just I'm sorry you're not beating then, that one. And then Lando's got Lando's just got, you know, Empire, Return of the Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Solo, got his own series coming up. Like it's It's clear. Oh, and he's just the smoothest motherfucker in the galaxy. Mm. He is cold with it. He is. He's just so he's just smooth with it. Well, 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 what have we here? Mm. I mean, even making deals with Vader, oh, though. Pirate. He even made a deal with Vader, though. His own friend. He had to, though. I know. I know. And here's the thing, is that Lando, the last time before that, that Han and Lando had interacted, it was when Han took the Falcon at the end of Solo. Wow. So, so like, they, they're homies, but it's not like, it's not like they're like that down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, yeah, he did take his ship the last time he saw him. So he's like, he's like, you know what? I could sell this guy out a little bit. It'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> obviously, he regretted it. He was a good dude. He made it up to them tenfold mm-hmm. by actually being the one who blows up Death Star Two, piloting the Millennium Falcon. Uh, an Emphis Nest, dope character, another revolutionary type. I love it, but you're not going to beat Lando. Lando's just that, just that dude. He is that dude. This Ooh. next one is interesting. This next one's fun. I like it. Job of the Hut versus Poe Dameron. I don't know what the answer is right away. Off top, I couldn't tell you. I, uh, I'm leaning. I don't know. The only reason Jabba's really there is because he's just so iconic. He's just got he's that just, I- that iconicism on a man. Like, he's Everyone a real piece of shit. Like, he's a real piece of shit. He's a, he's a giant piece of shit. He doesn't really have any character development. No, you know, that that's the thing. Poe is genuinely a better character than Jabba the Hutt is. So, so I think we have our first upset. If I'm I not think wrong. we do. Yeah. We have our first upset in terms of... Uh, and I think Poe Dameron wins the 1v1 as well, if it comes do, down to it. I think if it comes down to it, Poe Dameron uh, dispatches Jabba the Hutt pretty easily. Leia but, did it. Wall chained up. Double cheeked up, too. 
Leia's a badass. Leia's just a badass. Double cheeked up. But uh, Poe po Dammer, one of the best pilots in the fucking galaxy. One of the best pilots ever, according to the, to the Star Wars universe. You it's know? true. Uh, he's got a cool backstory. His parents having like raised him in the Resistance, practically. Uh, Leia being something of a mother figure for him. Uh, he's just he's he's an all around compelling character, and uh, I'd like to get more on his background from Kajimi with Zori Bliss and stuff, where he used mm. to like you know uh, run Spice. Shit like that. A little more, little more <laughs> Han Solo vibes. Yeah. A little more Han Solo vibes on him. Yeah, that was interesting to see. They ended up being a drug dealer. It's pretty dope. Maybe it is legitimate spice. Maybe it just is spice, you know? But yeah, I, I don't think they were talking about it in the way that they would. No, nah, they were talking about drugs. Oh. Speaking of Miss Leia Organa. Oh. Well, I want to I want to give everybody a rundown here of mm. the first first sect of the bracket. Okay, fair. So that was the first what eight matchups here. Mm-hmm. So we've got twenty four left on un, unspoken of. We've got we had Vader versus Maz. Vader came out on top. Asajj Ventress versus Jin Urso. Asajj came out on top. So next round we will see Vader versus Asajj. We got Count Dooku <laughs> over Queel, and Ray over Kanan. Which means next round we'll see Count Dooku versus Rey. We got Yoda beating Baze and Cal Kestis being, beating K2SO. So Yoda versus Cal Kestis. We've got Lando Calrissian versus Anfis Ness. Lando Calrissian took the dub. So he'll be facing Poe Dameron after Poe Dameron defeated Jabba the Hutt. That's a fun set of matchups right there. I'm excited for next week. Oh, yeah. Hells yeah. Mm. But like you said... Going on to the next part of the bracket, we also got Leia Organa versus Jar Jar Binks. Poor Jar Jar, you're just not oh. going to you're just not going to beat the princess. I don't know why you're saying that because uh, I'm taking this to the one v one, and I'm <laughs> thinking Jar Jar. Wh- no, I'm kidding. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Leia is going on. Yeah. Um, however, how much I would love for Jar Jar to win this whole thing and just be the underdog of the century. I think um, he caught, I think he caught too much shit. <laughs> he could stumble his way and fuck around, and get a national championship. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Like, and, and even the actor, Ahmad Best, like that dude is a good ass dude. He didn't deserve the hate he got for playing Jar Jar Binks. Not one bit. I felt so bad for them. At man. least he made it look fun. I miss the <laughs> At least, man. At it's least he bad. looked like he was having fun while he was doing it, you know? Looked like he was having fun. And now, now, whether good or bad, he is now one of the most iconic Star Wars characters of all time. And Jar Jar Binks. So there's always pride in that. Maybe the most powerful as well. We don't know. He could be the, the Sith Lord. Like he could be. He could be Plagueis for all we Palpatine know. Palpatine could be the pawn. <laughs> exactly. You know, and Plagueis is like a bishop <laughs> or like a knight. You know, not really. Yeah, like and nothing. Jar Jar is straight up playing chess. Yeah. <laughs> he's so like. He's so far ahead of the curve. I I don't know. We we don't have to get into it here. Um, I guess it's good to, to, to commemorate Jar Jar though, cause, uh, 
because he is going out first round, that's for sure. Um, and uh, if, if there's anyone to get beat by on this list, Leia is a good one to go out for, you know. Uh, just would have loved to see her as a Jedi man. Her and Luke I need, I, go I, across I, the galaxy. You know, and... I need? you know what I need? Hmm. The Adventures of Luke Skywalker animated series post-Return of the Jedi pre-Force Awakens. Just him doing shit. With Leia, with Han, with Lando, like I want to, I want to see all that, and I know, I know Leia would be a part of that as the, like, dude, that'd be perfect. Why is that not happening? Mm. I would love it. Now, her little Superman move that she pulled was a little iffy for me. No, um, I remember being in the theater going, "What?" I'm like, it kind of <laughs> took me out of the movie. That, at that point, like, I was invested enough to be, like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm in this movie now. But that took me out, and I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck's going on, dude? Is this Star Wars? Like, wait a minute, what am I watching right now? Flew right back in. I was like, oh my god, they just killed her like that? Are you that, kidding me? I was too, and then I was like. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Oh. Wait, they just brought her back? Oh. Like and I'm like, that? oh, I, I, you just keep her dead at that point. Like, you already shocked me enough. You shocked me even more whenever you brought her back. Exactly. Like, I don't know, man. It it was a an interesting decision they made to go with. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, Kylo. Oh, but that moment, though, that was intense. Kylo, sensing, mm. Kylo, Kylo sensing her. Her sensing Kylo, knowing this is like that's about something's about to happen. They're about to get blown the fuck out. Uh, and ultimately, you know, Kylo's not the one to pull the trigger. He can't do it. It's his wingmen. Who and the sad thing, the sad thing, is that Kylo thought that she died. Kylo yeah. went on believing that she's dead, and then whenever Leia, her last, like her, with her last strength used you know to talk to kylo and communicate like to do that like kylo thought she was dead until that point and then kylo i never and then kylo knew that she was dead whenever she communicated with him i never oh my god think about that because what else would make kylo switch like that it would have been i was alive this whole time i am dying i am dead this is my last thing i'm doing and it's for you, my son. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely what she said. I just hadn't considered the fact that Kylo would have thought she died earlier mm-hmm. because he does. He, because he you see, would he think see her in the Last Jedi. You would that. think like he would still sense her, but I think isn't she cut off from the Force? I guess so. I thought she. I cut think yeah, no, she force. cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But she uses the force to fly back into the. I guess whenever she needed it, she used it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I guess I'll have to I'll have to watch that and see again. But yeah, Leia, Leia moves on. Leia moves on. Uh, defeats Jar Jar Binks. This and next matchup is good. It's a fun one. General Grievous versus Moff Gideon. Ooh. And you know, it's we've gotten about the same amount of both of them. I know Grievous was a little bit more prevalent in the in the Clone Wars, so it's like But Moff Gideon, he's he is the Mandalorian villain. 
the one they kicked it off with. And uh, General Kenobi, though, like that's that's part of this equation. Hello there, General Hello Kenobi. There. And the reverse, the reverse when Grievous says hello there. Hello there. And Obi-Wan says General Grievous, you know, in, in the Clone General Wars. General Grievous, yeah. Mm. I mean, General Grievous's four lightsaber spin attack is possibly the scariest thing ever to be thought of, uh, ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It might be the scariest thing a human could ever conceive. And far away, the loudest part of that movie. Oh my god. Every time it plays and it's it makes that sing sing sing. <laughs> you're just like you're just like, oh, oh god, oh fuck. Oh man, just kill me already, man. <laughs> like at that point, just kill me. Like oh it's uh man, I but Moff Gideon's speeches, like you have something I want. You know, his his mannerisms, everything about him is just so... Mm. I don't know. Something I want. Yeah, I, he, he, I, he just killed... I have to think I mean, John Giancarlo Esposito, if there's anything... I can't decide here, honestly. I gotta, I gotta agree that it's Grievous. You said Grievous, right? I don't know. Like, I'm going well, back and forth. The, the thing that sells me on Moff Gideon is John Carlo Esposito. It's, the, it's the gravitas and the, the way he fills that role. You know what I'm saying? The thing about Grievous, and we talked about this on the three-hour thing, is we're the prequel babies. We have that inclination to always fall back on the prequels. And Revenge of the Sith, while not my favorite Star Wars movie of all time, probably is the one I've seen far and away the most. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Grievous' backstory is way cooler. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I, w I would definitely agree that. I think we, Grievous we does take this one. I think so too. I think Grievous moves on and uh, he, he wins over Moff Gideon. But damn, it hurts to say ah. goodbye to Moff Gideon, huh? Yeah, I know. Ooh, the next one. It's the actual plot of a show. Yeah, interesting. Ahsoka Tano versus Admiral Thrawn. Ahsoka is going for Thrawn's throat. Uh, she's going to win this battle. That's for sure. Um, she's yeah, she's winning this battle. That's for sure. I hope she wins the uh, the real one that's coming up. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm hoping Ahsoka wins this battle against Thrawn in the mm -hmm. upcoming Ahsoka series. Uh, and she certainly wins here. Uh, the the thing is, is that Thrawn canonically is not as developed as he is in Legends. True. Uh, and. And even if he was as developed as he is in Legends, I'd still take Ahsoka Tano over Thrawn. Mm -hmm. uh, just because I can't tell you a character or a moment in time that has made me love a character more than when Season 7 Clone Wars was coming out. And those last eight weeks were all about Ahsoka. You know what I'm saying? And, like, everyone 
everyone everyone in the Star Wars fandom, it felt like, for a moment, agreed, yeah, this is the best character. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was outstanding. It was unanimous. It was just, I don't know. It sweeped the world. It, it just took the world by storm. Soka just, yeah, she's, she's so cute. She's outstanding. You know, cute. You know, she's outstanding. She's a badass. She's. They made her uh, a fucking superhero. But yeah, yeah. uh, and then in with Thrawn, he's only really been in Rebels canonically. He's just not as not as compelling. Uh, but Mm -hmm. no hate. Hopefully, he gets developed more. One second, I'm gonna put this on. I still think Ahsoka's a better character. Uno uno segundo. Bet. Bet. I'm going to tell you guys right now while he's gone. The next matchup is Mace Windu versus IG-11. I okay, sorry. IG-11. Okay. Welcome back. Thank you. Next episode, uh, our next, uh, next matchup, not as fun. Yeah. I mean... Um, Mace Windu versus IG-11. I love I love me some IG-11, but he's not coming close to my Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson's that guy. He is that guy. He said, I'm going to be the only one with a purple lightsaber, okay? Yeah. That's me. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. There's, there's not much more to say. Kill Django, think- the killer of Django Fett. I also think Mace Windu catches more hate than he deserves. There's there's a lot of people who don't like Mace Windu because he's uh, not supportive of Anakin. He is seemingly antagonistic to Anakin. But I think people fail to realize that he was right. He was right the whole he, time. He was, he was correct. You know, like, that's, that's, the, but that's also part of what created Darth Vader is the fact that Mace Windu doubted him from the beginning. So it's just a vicious cycle. Mace you know? Windu, I mean, he's pretty accomplished. On the council, master, killed Django, would have killed Sidious. Would have. If, if Anakin did not step in, um, definitely would have killed him. Um, survived that fall. Yeah. If yeah. you want to believe it or not, saved Grogu actually, <laughs> um, as well. So I don't know. No, nah, I'm I'm with you though. Mace but, Windu yeah. takes it over IG11, like we talked about earlier, like with K2SO. The sacrifice helps. It helps IG11's case. In fact, it's the entire reason he's here. That's you true. Know? Uh, and Would I you love like some tea. Anymore. I love him in the Mandalorian, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. my manufacturer's protocol dictated, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's just, it's a perfect, and it's voiced by Taika Waititi, which I'm just going to love every time. And he's a wonderful droid, one of the best droids in Star Wars. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he rocks, but again, we're the prequel babies. We love us some Mace Windu. That's true. I mean, I had I had his lightsaber as a kid. So did I. That one that so. you like pushed down the button and you like flicked it out. Yep. That was that shit right there. Yep. That was that shit. Right Dude, they. There. That's a landmine of merchandise that Star Wars has. 
like a gold mine or a gold landfills right now. Yeah. Up. Oh, yeah. There's probably so many. Oh my god. Because they all still exist. Um, <laughs> but the next the next matchup, we've got Han Solo versus Sabine Wren, and no wait, no wait, Sabine. It's obviously Han Solo. The guy. That guy. That responds, I love you, with, I know. And then then I love that that was improvised, and that the next movie, they were like, well, we're going to make sure to have that in here. Mm -hmm. And Han tells Leia, I love you, and she goes, I know. (laughs) And I like, and, and, and without that callback, that first I know scene seems very, very, very shitty, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, very, very rude. Uh, but uh, it, it is Han Solo's But it, it is Han. It is Han. That's the thing. Is it's that, very like, Han. It's not sweet, but it's it's Han. You know, it's what you're going to get from Han fucking Solo. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I we're not showing enough love to Alden Ehrenreich Solo here. You know, mm-hmm. I think uh, obviously Harrison Ford is Han Solo, but... Harrison yo. Ford doesn't like being Han Solo, though, which I think is hilarious. Harrison Ford doesn't like fucking anything about um, Star Wars. It's so funny. Yeah, I don't, it's, I don't, I don't know, but... Uh, but Alden Ehrenreich, however, got the, got the seal of approval from Harrison Ford on his performance mm-hmm. of Han Solo, which, probably not easy to get, and I think he certainly lived up to it. Like, he was a perfect young Solo for me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, too. The movie was kind of weird, but uh, his performance was okay. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, Sabine Wren, another Rebels character. Cool Mandalorian, brief holder of the Darksaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool in terms of she, she, loved, she loves doing her, her graffiti and stuff, which I'm really into, into painting and shit, so I've always liked that about her character. Uh, she's a badass with, uh, with all the Mandalorian gadgets by the end of that series, you know, she's really, she, she gets trained by Bo-Katan and stuff like that. It's a pretty, it's a pretty badass little story she's got, but you're not, you're not fucking with Han Solo. It's hard. You're hard pressed to find someone who is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up, we got Finn versus Grief Karga. Tough. I gotta go Finn, but I love me some grief carga. Yeah, I mean Finn's the the clear winner, I I'd say. Um I'd but agree. it's just man, I, I love I love grief carga. Just a like kind of the Obi Wan of the show, the dad joke. Not re- I don't know, not really, but it's no, just, I get though yeah, I get the vibe. The, uh... Uh, the, the comedic aspects of Grief Karga are the same as the comedic aspects of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Grief Karga is phenomenal, you know, and I love I love his little uh, his growth into the character that is the magistrate of uh, of Navarro. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's running that planet, essentially, uh, <laughs> which is pretty badass uh, coming from being the bounty hunters guild like, a, I don't know, hit finder. It's like uh He's doing pretty well for himself. He's doing very, very well. And I, I really I really I really enjoy Carl Weathers, but you know, we talk we dove into Finn's character mm-hmm. on that three hour special. Oh yeah. So I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it for the people who are actually privileged enough to pay for things. 
pay for our, our stuff. So, uh, if you want to hear more on our thoughts on Finn, you should know, you should go check out that, check it out on patreon.com slash bloom. But those reasons are why Finn takes it over grief card to here. Now this next one is interesting. Oh, this is tough. This could be, this has the potential to be the largest upset. It could be. I don't because think because three PO is just so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've got C-3PO versus Saw Gerrera. Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, if it's the 1v1... <laughs> yeah. Saw Gerrera has taken that 10 times out of 10. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that this is a 3 seed versus a 14 seed... Oh. We've got Saw Gerrera who... Tragic origin story, a badass origin story. And then we've got C-3PO, who, also a pretty cool story. I don't want to dismiss him of anything. And I honestly liked him the most in the sequels. Oh, his, his performance, especially in The Rise of Skywalker. Oh my Rise god. Rise of Skywalker was his movie. I cried. I actually cried. Like, I, I, whenever I he we was, like, saying, getting a look we at my friends for the last time. Like, yeah. yeah. Like I was like, oh shit! Like, damn. I'm so, so I guess maybe that puts him above Sawyer. For me, it does. I mean, three PO is another one that just has the iconicism factor. You know That's what I'm true. saying? That's and true. Sawyer, while a cool character, doesn't quite fuck with C three PO. That's fair. Ooh. Oh, the this two is, main for characters. Me, for me, this is the best matchup there is on this. Ooh. On We've got Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, versus Hunter. Who wins the 1v1? I don't know. That's a tough question right there. Who wins like, the 1v1? Din is... I, I want to say... I'd say Din... But I don't know. Hunter's an enhanced clone. That's true. And the clones were already badass. Uh, like, it's tough. And then, oh my god! And then this... we, we've been talking about it week after week on the Bad Batch, just how similar these characters are. That's true. Like, I've, I'm hard pressed to find things that really distinctively make them that different and it's just it's it's mostly just backstory stuff you know the fact that hunter is a clone versus dinjarn mm. being raised as a mandalorian foundling that's pretty much it as of now you know what i'm saying <sighs> however however but den is den den is den and we have the full emotional arc of den already on the table and that's the part that's the most important for me, is that we have seen Din take the helmet off for Grogu, shed a tear for him as he walked off. I'm and one of the you, best moments in all of Star Wars history. If not the best moment in all of Star Wars history. Because let me tell you, ain't a moment in any television or movie ever made me feel the way that that scene made me feel bro. it's almost making me cry just bro right thinking now, about just it thinking about it it's like no when luke boards that shit right there i i i remember i like 
what? Oh man, it but was here, devastating. I haven't felt that sort of excitement since or before, <laughs> and I haven't felt the sheer pain <laughs> moments later like I did there. Oh my god! Hi to Grogu. Oh, just his big eyes too. It like just him looking and like. I think I think what we're uh, what we're really getting at here. Is that Din Djarin is the clear winner over Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> nearly moving us to tears just thinking about it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Hunter. Maybe you will move us to tears one day. But one you day. haven't. But you haven't yet. You haven't yet. You have not yet. So, another recap. This is the second set of eight here. We've got Leia Organa over Jar Jar Binks. She'll be facing off with General Grievous, who won over Moff Gideon. We've got Ahsoka Tano over Thrawn, so she'll be facing Mace Windu, who won over IG-11. We, uh, we've we also got Han Solo over Sabine Wren. Therefore, Han Solo will be facing off with Finn, the big mm-hmm. shot, who took out Grief Karga. We'll have 3PO facing off with Din Djarin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which will be fun, you know, 3PO mm. over Sakurera and Din Djarin over Hunter. So, yep, next mm. round for this part, Leia versus Grievous, Ahsoka versus Mace, and Solo versus Finn, 3PO versus Din. Mm. That's fun. That's a good one right there. That is a good round. They're right. getting better. They are, they are. Back up to the top. I mean, Got this it. one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Luke Skywalker versus Duchess Satine. Duchess, boy, we boy, love you. Joe, you fought hard for some Duchess Satine there in that three-hour special. You know, Sadly, she'll be seeing a swift exit after facing Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, she's not beating Luke Skywalker. I love you, Duchess. Obi-Wan loves you. Maybe. Hypothetically loves you. Hypothetically. Uh, allegedly. Um, you're beautiful. You're a great leader. Very peaceful times you led. And that, that that was the thing about Duchess Satine that made me go, wow, this is an impressive character. To take rule of Mandalore and make it peaceful? That's some power right there. You know what I'm saying? That's impressive. That's that's a ruler who has done something right. In my <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a pretty good standard to base a good ruler off of, I'd yeah, say. And, and- and she she's she's phenomenal, but not Luke Skywalker, you know. Like we just said, Luke Skywalker. And what's crazy is, as a a a, a guy born in two thousand, I didn't get to experience brand new Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. except for old man Luke. And old man Luke, while compelling in some some ways, it's not what you expected. Or not, not generally what I uh, would uh, would have expected from a future Luke. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm cool with the way it went, and I don't have I don't have many complaints. But being able to see the time between six and seven with a prime Luke Skywalker post Return of the Jedi, played by Mark Hamill, 
in a show about a space cowboy. That shit's idyllic. Mm. That shit is idyllic. And he walks off with none other than Grogu? Shows up with R2? I mean, fuck, the greatest scene I've ever seen in Star Wars. As far as I'm, like, in terms of sheer happiness that it brought me, that's the moment. Like, there's no other moment that compares to it in terms of Damn, what it's made yeah. me feel as a Star Wars fan. Yeah. I mean, and old man Luke could change a lot depending on what Dave Filoni's doing. You know? Well, yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't have decisions. so much beef. I don't have so much beef with old man Luke at all. I think ultimately old man Luke gets his redemption and that's, that's exactly what you accept exactly what you expect from star Wars. And I like, I like it, but uh, Luke, Luke just beats Duchess at team. She just, he just beats. Now is Luke's second lightsaber is Luke's green lightsaber. Do you think the Kyber crystal is Qui-Gon Jinn's? I like to think so. That would be a lot of fun because it, the the idea is that Luke, in between movies, went to Tatooine, went to Obi Wan's place, built a new lightsaber, which is why it looks so much like Obi Wan's from the from the prequel trilogy. And it, it, so, it's reasonable to believe that there was a kyber crystal there that was green, and therefore it was Qui Gon Jinn's. And that'd be a really bad Luke's lightsaber connection. looks like a combination of Qui-Gon's and Obi-Wan's. I yeah. think he just put the two together to honor Obi-Wan. Like, it was because you crafting your own lightsaber, like, you become a master at that point, almost. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. An, it's an indirect way or an unwritten, unwritten way of saying, I'm a master now. And well, he was honoring his masters and I, I i just think that's you know it's not a confirmed truth but like just if it it's is and it's like if implied. like that that they thought about that is just so cool i just uh i love that i'd love that but uh next up we got bo katan versus cassian andor and hmm. uh cassian another badass part of rogue one bo katan awesome part of clone wars and rebels and the mandalorian um this one's tough. I I just right think now, Bo-Katan comes out on top. I do too. As of right now, I think what we have of Bo-Katan stands taller than Cassian Andor. Even though and they're very cl- like they're very close in seating, I yeah. really just think Bo-Katan is kind of I think she just takes this one pretty I easily actually. Well, here's the thing is that maybe after Andor, maybe after mm. that series it's a little different. And I loved him in Rogue One, and I mm-hmm. loved Diego Luna. But Bo-Katan, played by uh, Katie Sackhoff, has just been one of the more badass characters in the entire Star Wars universe. So, and and the Mandalorians, it, she's got the Mandalorian card on her. You know, a Mandalorian mm-hmm. is automatically cooler. You know True. what I'm saying? True. It, it just is. Uh, so yeah, for me, I agree. Bo-Katan over Cassian Andor. Uh, but not, but for me, not as much, not mm. by as much as it is for you. It sounds like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think she's a cooler character. I I just love the dark saber storyline too. I just think it's just super cool and interesting. I love the dark saber storyline. Um, just too. the fact that she's part yeah, of it, pretty, you know, it's yeah, pretty it's really cool, cool. So, 
But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't got much else to say about that matchup. I, it's a close one. I, I, I could see how it is close. But... Sorry, go ahead. Next up, we got Maul and Ezra. Mm-hmm. Another couple that uh, come into contact in Rebels. Uh, it's obviously Maul. Uh, Maul's discussed just so Maul. cool. We talked about Maul for a, another character we discussed a lot on the three hour on the three hour podcast just a little bit ago. Oh yeah, uh, and I don't feel like we need to elaborate on this much. It feels comfortable, and a lot of people will agree Maul over Ezra. Uh, yeah, Maul's Ezra's just, cool, but Maul. I hope Maul. he gets. Yeah, Maul's Maul, and I hope Ezra gets expanded upon in that Ahsoka series. I hope we see mm-hmm. him again, and I hope. I hope him and Thrawn, like, because you haven't watched Rebels, right? The idea is that Thrawn and Ezra have been launched into deep space together. They are way, way, way far away. Oh, wow. So I'm interested to see if they have formed an alliance or if they have butt heads the entire time. But regardless, wow. they're together. They are together somewhere, or, or at least once were at the end of Like Rose, a Nebula you know? and Tony Stark sort of thing? A little bit, yes. Yes, sort of like that. I think that would be I think that would be pretty cool, you know, like that they formed some weird alliance and that – I don't know what would that look like, though. Would that mean Thrawn has swayed Ezra a little bit to be like, forget what you've known? Or does mm-hmm. that mean Thrawn is a little more reasonable now? And either way, I got. And either way, I'm not entirely satisfied. So I gotta think that somehow they're still up. They're still in opposition. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. hmm. I don't know how though. So I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see. But yes, Maul over Ezra. Uh, next, we got Kylo Ren versus the Armorer. And uh, I hate. Mm. I hate to say it, but I got. I got. I got to think Kylo Ren takes it. Hello. I gotta think Kylo Ren takes it over. Uh... I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's an interesting matchup, and like I love the armorer, but she's just, she's not Kylo yeah. Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren's got like we said on paper the the ideal Star Wars character: son to Leia and Han, grandson to Darth Vader and Padme. Uh, nephew to fucking Luke and Obi Wan. It's it's just uh, he's got quite the family around him. Chewbacca, like it's just he's growing up in a great in a in a in a surrounded by a a cast of characters that enhances him greatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the armor. I hope we see her again. We better see the alive. Armor. I do. I don't think she got killed in on Navarro. Hmm. I hope not. I hope not too. I hope. I hope it would. We, hope it would be very see. nice to see her again. Yeah, I would like to see her again, but I don't think we'll see her again in this tournament. Sadly. Oh no, we certainly will not. Kylo Ren will defeat the armor, and we'll move on to Emperor Palpatine versus mm. Fennec Shand. I'm sorry, Fennec, for you coming in this tournament. All you know. <laughs> 
like we forgot about you and then we put you in and then you get demolished immediately. I'm sorry, but Palpatine is just a better character. He's, he's responsible for everything we know and love Star Wars. Um, yes, he is. So, so in a way, he's responsible for you too. Um, and that just puts him above you. So, in Palpatine is moving on. <laughs> love Fennec Shand, though. Love oh Fennec Shand. I the character all design. The Shand. Oh, oh, perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, the Book good. of Boba is going to be so the good. Boba. The rest, the rest of the Bad Batch, I got to think she's kind of a part of it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like she'll be on their tail, kind of tracking them. Mm-hmm. I think that I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing her character hopefully grow to that S tier, you know, mm-hmm. A tier, S tier, you know, it'd be nice. But uh, next we got Qui Gon versus Orson Krennic, and Krennic's a dope villain from Rogue One, but he's not Qui Gon Jinn. That's true. It's not a Liam Neeson, you know. I mean, yeah. although although Maul did take him down. He's a Jedi master, you know, and and he probably, if he didn't die and he was Anakin's master, I don't think Anakin would have turned to the dark side. I don't think he would have either, um, because it's that it's it's the father figure aspect as opposed to the brother aspect. It's that. just what the Force needed, though. The balance, what the Force needed. It's crazy to think, you know. We always think what Anakin did was bad and like wasn't good, but what he really did was bring balance. Ultimately, in the end, I mean, there were Granted. thousands of Jedi to two Sith, and then at the end of it, four Jedi left. That's pretty <laughs> balanced to me. I don't, I don't view, I don't view balance in the Force so much as two Jedi, two Sith. I view it as no Sith, nothing but Jedi. That's not balance. Uh, it's and not balance. Evil. And it's the not. Dang, the black, ha- you know, the white has a black circle in it. Like, there's the and evil within the light, and there's the light within the evil, and they need each other to stay balanced. It's just how it is. One cannot grow too large. One cannot take up the entire circle. I don't know, man. I don't think it sounds bad for a light side to be in complete control of that. But that's not what George Lucas was going for. He's a big yin-yang man. So... So what you're saying is Anakin setting balance was when he became Vader. It wasn't when he killed Palpatine and also died. Let's just say pre-Anakin, the universe was not very balanced. But after the universe was through with them, it's pretty freaking balanced to me. Yeah, they've come. It's a lot more fair. It's a lot more fair. It's a lot more fair. He is uh, the chosen one. And there's is... no question about that. The, he, the prophecy was about Anakin, not Luke. Oh, yeah. Or Rey. I'm with you. It's, I'm with it's you there. Anakin. I'm with you there, 100%. But, uh, so, uh, somehow we ended up there, but that is, that is why <laughs> Qui-Gon wins over Orson Krennic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is why Qui-Gon takes it. <laughs> Uh, but wow. uh, next we got R2-D2 versus Hondo Onaka, and not much discussion warranted here. R2-D2 over Hondo Onaka. Hondo rocks. Great part of Clone Wars. Great part of Rebels. But you're not 
R2. R2's got some pretty impressive kills under his belt. Um, a lot of them too. And a lot of really cool, like, like, uh, kills, like was spreading oil and then using his jetpacks to, you know, ignite it in fr- like, that's, oh my. That's just, that's just talent. Dude, dude's a savage. I don't know. R2's freaking a savage. I respect him. I respect him immensely. And, He's uh, you gotta know, move takes on. Takes it over, takes it over Hondo Onaka, R2D2. But, uh, next we've got Grogu versus the second sister. And not, I mean, second sister rocks. Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> great, great part of the game. But Grogu. Thanks is for coming out. out. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Grogu but, uh, is the child. We're, there's kind of a religion around Grogu. Um, almost. He is messianic. He is the second coming of Christ, actually. Practically. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a prediction right now. Okay. I think I think Grogu makes it far deeper in this tournament than any of us think. Oh, I think he. I'm will talking. Too. I'm talking final four, potentially winning the thing. Okay. That is very possible. It's an it early prediction very, right now. It is very possible. But that that brings us to to the end of that set. There, we only have one more after this. Oh boy, uh, we got Luke Skywalker over Duchess Satine. Therefore, you know Luke Skywalker uh, will be facing Bo-Katan, who took it over Cassie and Andor. We got Maul over Ezra, which means Maul will be facing Kylo Ren after he won versus the Armor. We've got Palpatine versus Qui Gon Jinn. After Palpatine defeated Fennec Shand and Qui-Gon defeated Krennic, we got R2-D2 versus Grogu, which might be the greatest matchup across the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's, that's highly anticipated. That's highly anticipated content on next week's Penny Bloom. Dude, this next one is good. This next, oh, this last section I'm, is good. I'm going to run that down one more time. Next round, we'll have Luke Skywalker versus Bo-Katan. Maul versus Kylo Ren, Palpatine versus Qui Gon, and R two D two versus Grogu. That's a fucking corner. Mm. Of the That's Damn. lovely. That's lovely. Damn. Let's get on this last section, baby. Let's do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a big swing with this one. Really? Okay. Big swing. What it? What's that? We've got, we've got Anakin Skywalker versus Wicket the Ewok. Okay. Uh huh. Give me fucking give me Wicket. <laughs> the one v one, Wicket may win. I mean, he's up in the trees. He, he got the, the high Empire. ground. You know, he get the high ground. Anakin don't do too good against people with the high ground. Nah, but you know, have you caught that? In, in Empire Strikes Back, when Vader tells Luke, Obi Wan has taught you well. It was when Luke was standing above him on the steps, therefore having the high ground. You know, but obviously, it's Anakin over Wicket. I mean, I I would love for Wicket to move on, but, uh, I mean, this one's just a clear clear cut. Sorry that this is your first matchup, little dude. But uh, 
And we've already talked about Anakin quite a bit in our reasoning for Qui-Gon Jinn winning over Orson Krennic. So uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah. But uh, next up, we got Jango Fett versus Savage Opress. That's now a this fun is, one, huh? This is interesting. I. It's not immediate to me. I am actually kind of leaning more for the upset, if anything. You're leaning towards the Savage Opress. Yes. Um, just because of how dominant that dude was. I well, mean, and, and he also served a fucking dope purpose, which was mm. he was this uh, this swell for Maul's ego, practically, and he was also a tool to show just how powerful Palpatine actually is. Because that's true, Savage does nothing but fuck shit up until he gets pretty easily dispatched by Palpatine who is fighting both him and Maul at the same time it's pretty impressive it's pretty impressive and Savage Oppress and and the fact that his name is Savage Oppress it's like like, it's pretty dope it's it's in the name you know he's a savage I I think I'm gonna however, go with Savage here. However, I like Django Fett a lot. I don't know. Oh, hello. You're oh, moving again. You yeah. Oh, hi. I'm here. Okay. I was waiting. <laughs> I was also waiting. I was was waiting patiently. But yeah. So Django Fett versus Savage. I'm leaning Django. Mm. I and may at, at the end of the day, I think it is just Django. I think. And I mean, what's interesting too is that his storyline is even uh, improved by the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was a Mandalorian foundling is huge for me. Like that, that that's mm-hmm. a big one. I liked that. I liked that detail a lot in the Mandalorian. I, uh, I want, I want more Jango Fett. I've, I've talked about this on the three hour special and even on the last episode of the bad batches, Patreon mm-hmm. special, but we need that gap for him filled between Phantom Menace and attack of the clones. I think it's yes, just, we do. I want, and even if it's an animated series, like an animated series would be fucking dope too. But mm-hmm. uh, so so, give me your final answer. Who do you go, Savage, uh, Savage Oppress, or Django Fett? Django Fett. I go Django Fett as well. Next, we this got Boba one... Fett versus Echo. Sorry, I mean, Echo. I'm sorry, Echo. You are cool. You are yeah, pretty I love, cool. I love Echo. Member of the Bad Batch, and you have some cool Clone Wars stuff. But you just don't compare to Boba. I'm sorry, man. Especially you... after the Mandalorian. Yeah, I the Mandalorian mean, propelled Boba to a different tier for me, and then I expect the same of the Book of Boba. You know, uh, oh yeah, I always loved Boba Fett because you know just the pure iconicism of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. uh, Empire and Return of the Jedi, where where he's a little bit of a doof, mm-hmm. like at least that's the way he dies. Uh, it's interesting to see him. I can't imagine this dude getting poked in the back and falling into a Sarlacc pit anymore. You know what I'm that's saying? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Or the man that just did it and acted like he was going to get eaten like a Sarlacc knowing he could escape. 
Oh no. That's, oh, may, yeah, maybe he was just hiding. Sly dog. But, oh no, know, I just think yeah, Boba, Boba takes, takes it, it over yeah. Echo every time. I it's think the next matchup is pretty easy too. I mean, for me, it's pretty obvious. I uh, for um, me as well. We've got Padme Amidala versus Chirrut Imway, and Chirrut, absolutely great character. Uh, Rogue One, his storyline in Rogue One is phenomenal. His faith in the Force. We discussed that aspect pretty deeply in our Rogue One discussion in the three-hour podcast. Uh, it's 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 amazing. It's mesmerizing, and it's definitely one of my favorite aspects of that film. But Padme is yeah. Padme, and she's Padme's she's... taking the cake. And, and even, even off the <laughs> screen, I don't know this side this side of the bracket's looking a little already decided. Being this honest, one, this one's pretty one sided for the rest of the way out. I also until the last until yeah. the last one is kind of I don't know. That's what's well, funny. Is like the last one, the last one was full That's of like it. decent matchups, and then this one, it feels like they're all just like, but they're all taken from the same sort of seating. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's wild. Yeah, uh, I mean, this next one, I mean, Obi Wan and Zeb, like that's Obi Wan. We don't even. Need I mean, Obi Wan's just taking it. Now we uh, got Tarkin and Hera. This one's this one's see, debatable. For me, this one is debatable. And for me, I actually genuinely think Harris Sindela takes this. However, I do understand Tar- I, I will always accept Tarkin as one of the greatest Star Wars villains of all time, simply mm-hmm. because of him kicking it off in 77. The expansion on his character in the Clone Wars and uh, a little bit in Rebels and then now here in the Bad Batch. It's mm-hmm. been it's been cool. Uh However, I I love Hera Syndulla. She is my I, favorite character from Rebels. Uh, I think the, I'm I'm okay enough to let her win and beat you? Tarkin. I think I for, am for the second upset of the day. This would be completely on you because I don't know her character like you. But as of what you what I've heard of from her, I I would definitely let her win. I, for sure. I appreciate that. If you want to go that route. I will. I will. And that's that. She that'll piss, that'll piss a couple wow. people off. I'm sure of it. Uh, mm. I'm but, glad uh, we pissed a couple off. We you yeah. got. Oh, we always got to do that. You know, you always got to do something. Yeah, you always got to throw a wrench oh, in yeah. there somewhere. And Harris Sindelo over Grand Moff Tarkin is where I'm going to throw that wrench. Uh, the next one, though, I don't think it's really decisive, or I think it's pretty, pretty uh, it's uh, clear. Uh, yeah. While Crosshair is a very compelling character. So far in the Bad Batch, I'd like we need more expansion on it. While Chewbacca is Chewbacca, who wouldn't want a Chewbacca in their life? You know, I mean, we all need a Chewbacca. Can't beat him in chess, though, or especially space yeah, chess. All the chess. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Can't not, can't not really well can't beat him there. Uh, but Finn, uh, and, Finn and Poe seem to think he cheats, but uh, <laughs> I won't I won't call him out for it. He's 200 years old. Of course you're better than the game at us. <laughs> uh, old Chewy. Old Chewy. Yeah, Chewy over crosshair there. And then this one is interesting. I think, I think one day could be more of a discussion. Right now, though, Captain Rex takes it over Omega. Yes. Uh, Omega yeah. is is a cool character, a very new character. Just four episodes of Omega content mm-hmm. so far as of this recording. Uh, probably not. Gonna, I mean, not going to beat Captain Rex. Yeah, nah. Rex is taking the cake, dude. 
just like that. That's that's half. Yeah, that's that's we've rough. halved it. We've halved the amount of characters already. We have halved wow. the amount of characters. We are on to the round of thirty-two next week. We've uh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna run down. I'm gonna run this God. down again. So, going through all of the matchups, all the matchups for the round of thirty-two. Vader versus Ventress, Dooku versus Rey, Yoda versus Cal Kestis, Lando versus Poe, Leia versus General Grievous, Ahsoka versus Mace Windu, Han Solo versus Finn, C-3PO versus Din Djarin, mm-hmm. Luke versus Bo-Katan, Maul versus Kylo Ren, Palpatine versus Qui Gon Jinn, R two D two versus Grogu. Oh, that's a good one. Anakin, Anakin Skywalker versus Jango Fett, Boba Fett versus Padme Amidala, Obi Wan versus Hera Syndulla, Chewbacca versus Captain Rex. Oh my God. We got some good matchups next week. We got some good matchups next week, and uh, I'm sure at some point we'll get the uh, Marvel Marvel versions in here. That's I true. Know. I don't know. We'll oh, see. geez. I don't know. We might have to put that one off now that I see how much time this takes. <laughs> it does take bit. a little bit more time than you think. It That's takes a little true. more time than I'd anticipated. And, uh, I don't have another day off for a while. <laughs> I guess it does go faster and faster the more you get into the tournament, but... Uh, yeah. But yeah. Ah, man. Wow. This was, this there was it fun. is. It oh, was yeah. Fun. Totally. Uh, this was the fucking Penny Bloom podcast. This is our Star Wars characters tournament, bitch. There it is. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph, Joseph motherfucking George. Thank you, homie. Thank you for having me. It was great doing this. Oh, Love that so I was productive today. Joy. It was a fucking joy, and I'm, I am ecstatic. For the future rounds of this tournament, potentially we could get others involved if they're down, if they want to, uh, if they want to hop in here, maybe get a voting system in with Kyler and Miles mm. and maybe or something. We'll see. Okay. Okay. See. But uh, all right. If not, we can always fall back on it just being the two of us. Mm-hmm. Everyone, go to Patreon.com/slash Bloom to hear. How we came up with this seating or these uh this this the seating for this tournament, uh, uh, arguably deeper discussion on the characters, definitely deeper discussion on the characters. I mean, three hours worth of discussion on all these characters and these movies and these shows. It's uh, it was a lot of fun, and then um, we'll certainly be doing the Marvel version of that in the mm-hmm. in the near future. That will also be on Patreon. We've got extended. Uh, versions of our Bad Batch episodes on Patreon, too, which are a ton more fun when you go listen to that <laughs> as well. Definitely. Uh, and then follow us on Twitter, at Penny Bloom Pod, on Instagram, at Penny Bloom Podcast, and, you know, fucking peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. <laughs>